Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this. You can't frame anybody without framing yourself first. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. So if you are a, a follower of the great Oren Claff, one of my mentors and coaches and uh, someone I've learned a tremendous amount through his books, uh, his most famous book called Pitch Anything and uh, his follow-on book called Flip the Script. Very powerful books. Highly recommend you get and read both of them. Audio versions are great too. You're welcome, Coach Oren. Uh, there's your plug. But uh, I wanted to just uh, call out a couple things relative to his practice. Now, if you're not familiar with this, one of the concepts that he introduces is the idea of frames. And the idea of a frame in the way I define it is that a frame is something that creates that everyone else is reacting to. The way you know you have the frame is if people are reacting to you. And if you don't have the frame, it's that you are reacting to others. That's a simple way to think about it. And then within that, there are different kinds of frames that can create the reaction in others or that you might be reacting to in others. An example of that might be in some of the ones, some of the books that he, he mentioned, some of these stories, one of the, one of an example that we can often face as salespeople is uh, the power frame. The power frame that can be set up by a senior executive just by their environment. In fact, if you look at most corporate offices, what they're trying to do is set a frame. Now you could say they're trying to set an environment or create a feeling. They are, but in many cases that experience is, is set up to create, to create a power frame. You experience this in a lot of boardrooms or a lot of big conference rooms. Sometimes they're arranged from a perspective of true collaboration, and other times they're arranged in a hierarchical fashion to basically indicate who's boss based on where they're sitting. That's a frame. My, uh, my daughter can have a frame on me if she is completely out of control at bedtime and I'm not able to keep it together and I lose my cool. Like I'm reacting to her instead of her reacting to me. So that's the, that's the basic concept of a frame. Now, Oren's work goes into how to strategically and intentionally set these up so that you can leverage them in a way to create powerful, powerful messaging and be very persuasive in, in getting people to react in a way that is intentional. We're not going to go into all that now on this particular podcast, but I'm just sharing this with you because I just spent two days with a major healthcare organization and was in the and 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 we presented to all of their their C-suite, every level from the CEO to all the key vice presidents and senior directors, like the the people that are really the ones that are in power. We spent two days presenting to them. And the part, the thing that we were presenting to them, to them was the vision of this project. And we were really doing this as an opportunity to align um, the project at kind of a midway point to their 
along with these executives so that as the project goes forward, we don't get any surprises in terms of executives coming in and saying, I want it this way or that way, or not having consensus. Really, this whole exercise was a, well, the objective was to drive consensus and gather um, uh, authority behind the project. Now, we had six different meetings with six different executives. I'm happy to report that all six of them were absolute successes in terms of achieving the objective of aggregating consensus and gaining support for the project. The senior executive on this project has all the support that they need to get anything done in the organization now. And if you're familiar with any type of bureaucratic organization, you know how hard that can be to gain that kind of consensus. Well, that's been achieved. And um, it happened as a result of using a series of very powerful frames. Frames that started with the probably the most powerful frame of being the, the, uh, the moral imperative frame, which is that in, in this particular case, in healthcare, there is a patient, there's somebody at the other end of the equation that we're trying to serve, and their outcome could be affected by what we do or don't do, or how well we do what we're talking about. The second frame is one of feeling, which was I leveraged a very powerful story at the front end of the presentation about my daughter, Perry, to get them to move out of their heads and into their hearts. The frame there was one of feeling, getting them to feel something by telling the story of my daughter and the and kind of the high stakes around what was going on in the delivery room when we discovered that she had club feet. And in that place, you get the audience in, in a place where they're not, they're sitting there thinking about what they can, if they're trying to prove you wrong or if they, they're looking for ways to, uh, to, to chip away at your credibility. Instead, they have to leave all that behind because the story itself gets them out of a logical place and into a feeling place. That's a, that's a power frame. Behind that, we aligned them to a set of principles that said, hey, these key principles are what we're basing everything on, and they're all things that we could all agree on. And with that, we, we set up that, hey, nobody, can, no, nobody can't agree with these principles. And then from there, we delivered the rest of the presentation. So it was a series of frames that, that were lined up and kept the audience in a place where they were being taken through a journey intentionally to lead them to the outcome that we wanted. Now I started thinking about this just in reflection, like how successful it was, like the, the execution and the setup was so well done by us and our client. I just wanted to observe why that was. And a lot of it had to do with the way we set up these frames, but then there was another part of it, which was that I, I knew that I had to have my energy on point in those meetings. My client and the senior executive that's working with us also had her energy on point in terms of the presence that was required and the intention inside of that. And I could say with a lot of confidence that in both cases, we had framed ourselves 
before we ever tried to frame anybody else. I got my core four done. I got my workout done. I got my prayer time in. I took a cold shower. Like all of those things were, were efforts to put a frame on myself. Doing that daily work, making, making decisions that aren't always necessarily comfortable intentionally, like a damn cold shower is the act of putting a frame on myself. Investing in coaching, which I do regularly, is putting a frame on myself. Making sure that I hit my commitments is putting a frame on myself. You see, your ability to impact or influence anyone else is directly relational to your ability to impact yourself first. Specifically, how well you are staying in integrity with yourself. The more in alignment, the more in integrity you are with yourself and your own commitments to yourself first is entirely proportional to your ability to persuade and influence. Have you ever had somebody try to put a frame on you who you knew was not in integrity in themselves? I'm sure you have. You feel it. Like you feel it. Like who the hell does this person think they are? Like they're not in integrity and yet they're trying to put a frame on me and you you react to it. (laughs) Not in the way that they want. But I ask you this simple question right now. Where right now in your life Is there a place where you know you need to be putting a frame on yourself first? Is it in your body? Is it that you don't make commitments to yourself? If you've said that in 2020 you're going to go to the gym and yet you haven't been, you are out of integrity. And as a result, you're draining and leaking power because that missed commitment, that lack of ability to make yourself do something. Have you said, I'm going to spend more time in journaling or praying, connecting with God, and yet you don't, and so you feel that power leak? Perhaps it's in connecting with your significant other, your children, and you expect them to respect to respond to your frame and to what you want as a parent, and yet you are unable to keep the integrity with yourself and your own commitments. So don't be surprised when they don't react the way you want. And then finally in business, if you want to be the most powerful man or woman in the room, don't think that you're going to be that unless you've met the commitments that you've made to yourself and put those frames on yourself. So next time before you want to influence or persuade somebody with a frame, perhaps make sure that you've already framed yourself. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.